0: You are listening to the Postcast, presented by the Locked On Senators Podcast, following a 5-0 beatdown against the Buffalo Sabres that saw Tyler Ennis score a hat-trick, Matt Murray earn his first shutout of the season, but a couple injuries to boot. I'm Ross Levitan, with me as always, Brandon Piller, and recurring guest on the Postcast at Lalim's Martian. Pilsy, start with you, of course, a game that was overshadowed with we'll get to, but Let's start with the vibes. 5 nothing, a shutout win. Gotta feel good about that.
1: The vibes are immaculate, Ross. And hey, kind of funny, we get a hat trick combined with another shutout here, just like Brady and Forsberg. So it's nice to see uh, the best ever lace him up in Tyler Ennis, get one with Matt Murray here and... That's got to be huge if you're Matt Murray to complete that shutout. And this is a game we talked about as being winnable. And not only did the Sens win them, I mean this was a this was a clowning. Like they like all these game. Yeah, this was a straight up clown show because all almost all these goals were beautiful highlight real goals, which the Senators usually might be good for one, maybe two highlight real goals. But to get five and to dominate five nothing, let's go. Three goals
0: in nearly three minutes at the end of the first period. Tyler Ennis at even strength. A beautiful play from Adam Gaudette. And then I Drake getting credit for a power play goal, which, all right, we'll give it to him. Although Tim Stutza <laughs> thought he had his 50th NHL point and then Tyler Ennis gets his second of the night. This one assists from Tierney and Adam Goddett. Don't look now, but Adam Goddet's getting into a rhythm offensively. Martian, what stood out most to you in that game? Positively. And then we'll get into the Aaron Dell bashing.
2: Yeah, well, I was going to say, we're going to let uh, Drake Batherson have this goal too because yes. it doesn't seem like he's going to be scoring for a while. Hopefully that's injury is not anything serious, but... Uh, Man, love to see the boys flying out there like that tonight. They were really in a rhythm, it seemed like, offensively. Uh, Gotta love to see that.
0: Brady Kachuk had 12 shots on goal tonight. That ties a career high. Absolutely insane. And him and Austin Watson were around the net all game long. Not to jump ahead to our Central standouts, but there's two that I just mentioned. Okay, we can't bury the lead any longer. Aaron Dell now with the caveat, this is a goalie-friendly show. We will get into some Matt Murray props as well but what the hell is this guy doing comes out from his crease drops a shoulder into drake batherson who's coming in with a ton of speed it's a dangerous spot on the ice he knows that he's coming in fast it's a kind of a nothing play behind the net drake doesn't really have a chance to separate the player from the puck and have an opportunity it's just a a play that happens a hundred times in a hockey game the regroup behind the net pilsey what do you think try to put yourself in between the ears of Aaron dell i know that might be hard to do
1: I mean hey yeah you said it this is a goalie friendly show but that was an absolute scumbag move like there's no excuse for that and Mike Johnson talked about it on the broadcast. That's Aaron Dell taking advantage of the privilege of the safety that's provided to goalies in that area and using it to his advantage in a dangerous way. There's a reason why we can't just run the goalie because they've been given that trapezoid to say, hey, you can try to play the puck here, but you're not allowed to assume that you're just a, a player on the ice and throwing hits out there, especially. And Bathurston wasn't in possession of the puck. So even if you were just a regular skater, that's not going to fly. And the worst part is Bathurston is respecting him and trying to speed past him and avoid him. And then Arundel throws the shoulder into him. So he's not expecting that at all. And he's going at a much faster speed than he would if he saw a defenseman there ready to throw a check, right? So for Arundel to do that is just unacceptable. And then them showing up a highlight of him doing it earlier. so Yeah, he's a repeat offender. This is a like, thing for this a, guy.
2: This, yeah, this is the thing that
0: he does. He take he hit he takes the body. I guess uh... he took it last week out in the uh, out in the hash marks. This guy's yeah. a wanderer back there. Thinks he's playing Quidditch or something, getting Quidditch. all over the ice. It's unbelievable. <laughs> Stay in your crease. Try to stop the puck. I know it's not easy for him. The guy's career save percentage went down tonight. Barely his yeah. career, sorry his season save percentage went up, and he let in five goals. So do some quick math. What a there, game. Though. Holy. You guys see the play that he did on, like, this same move where he puts a shoulder into a guy? On, on Stone. Stone. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he likes to do it to uh, Sens and former Sens right wingers, I guess. That's just his MO. I can't believe, like, he just completely drops the shoulder on him like that. It's- it's a pretty bonehead move, in my opinion, and I honestly—he's really lucky that the Sens didn't decide to take a liberty on him, or—or or yeah. I think thought even said it in the intermissions. Like, Gollin was fair game at that point. It's like, you do something like that, you—you you do put the target on your teammates' backs, as much as you hate to say it, and people will say you're a hardo for talking about the code like that, but that's hockey, baby, and that's what makes it so exciting, right? Like, nobody was turning the channel on tonight's game in the second and third period because you knew that the Sens were going to come out and try to make a statement. And I'm actually kind of really glad that they went the route that they ended up going where they, you know, they, they, they did show themselves, you know, Watson was all around the net there, but uh, I'm glad that they decided to, you know, win the game. Uh, they got another game on the schedule with the Sabres involved. So uh, see you on the 17th of February, Buffalo, because <laughs> uh, the Sens are going to reload. They're going to get the lineup hot. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Scott Sabrin get called called up that night. And it's, it's Peyton Krebs, you know, you might get the flu uh, before that game because you know the big boys are coming out for that one. And uh, if Buffalo wants to play that way, then Sens are more than happy to match it.
0: Yeah, they do have some players in their lineup, in their system that are happy to go down that route. But tonight they took the right path to a 5 nothing victory. Tyler Ennis hadn't scored since the season opener that all three of us We're sitting side-by-side for. He gets one, two, and a third. And it's nice that the third wasn't a cheeky empty netter. It was late in the game, but an absolute rocket wrister from way outside the hash marks. And the karma's just right there. If you're Aaron Dell, if you're the Buffalo Sabers, that's got to be a tough night. And apparently, he was told after the game, he said, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. I'm really sorry, but get out of here with that trash. And by the way, former Nodak, player so we do not claim him amongst North Dakota True. hockey players either but that being said um, th- another storyline that just continues here is the emergence of Alex Formanton. Martian you're clipping this game everyone can go check out all the clips at the Leams Martian oh, on yeah. Twitter but man the one that caught my eye was how easy he got past that Bryson fella I don't even know who he is he must just be making his first impression in the NHL but it looked like you know, at the airport when you're walking in the middle, but then there's that walking sidewalk. Formanton was just on the moving sidewalk, going 100 miles an hour past that kid.
2: Yeah, you said it. He was he was literally flying, and you said easy. It like it it looked easy for him. Like I don't know what it's. He's like he's got jets on the back of his skates. Honestly, like, uh, and the, even the guys on the broadcast were like blown away by him right like Mike Johnson (laughs) was like I've never seen this in today's NHL like everybody's a good skater now you don't see guys blow guys away like this and Formington was doing it and he has been doing it every game I'm clipping breakaways of this guy nightly it at least on a night
1: yeah it's it's constant and hey that Formington continues to stay hot and even with two forwards injured the Sens are able to pull this off I think that's definitely something that needs to be looked at and yeah Obviously, the Batherson injury looked very serious, and he's the leading point scorer on this team, so it's a big deal. But Dylan, losing Dylan Gambrell is also a big deal because Colin White's not quite ready to come back, and uh, it'll be interesting to see who the Sens bring up for center if uh, Gambrell is, in fact, out for a while.
0: Naturally, Clark Bishop's probably next guy yeah. into the mix. Him and Mark Kastelik, another centerman, are the two extras nice to see right Kastelik now. A little. With the with the taxi squad, I wouldn't mind that. And Tierney, this this line, like I don't know what's going on with the Sens bottom six. We we're begging for them to get going because you would figured it out with Formanton and Stutzla together. That top line, they're still chugging along. Like, as much as they're not scoring as like they used to, Brady Kachuk had nine shots against Pittsburgh, now 12 tonight. That's ridiculous. So they're trying, they're doing what they can, but the emergence of this Tierney Ennis got deadline, holy. Like, did you see, I guess you probably did, because even as bad as he was defensively, Adam Godette has been dazzling with the puck since he got to Ottawa, A eh, Martian?
2: He has been. I really don't want to brush over the uh, the, the hat trick by Ennis here, too. because like No, we'll big, get to our standouts. Okay, good, because uh, honestly, yeah, Gaudet's looked really good, though, as well on that line. Like, he... For a guy who sat out as long as he did and just to be thrown into games the way he is and, you know, he's not always playing with the most skilled guy, he must be pretty happy to find some chemistry with a guy like Tyler Ennis who also playing with, you know, that chip on his shoulder. So, uh, yeah, God, I've, I've had no problem with him. He looks a little lost in the defensive zone sometimes, but we'll let that slide.
0: Yeah, we certainly will. Pelzi, I want to throw this question from Joe Bell at us, and we appreciate everyone in the chat, especially after a Senators victory on a Tuesday night. A lot better vibes than last Tuesday when they fell 3-1 to the Buffalo Sabres. I call the 4-2 win, so I'm even more ecstatic. 5 nothing, the final score. Joe Bell asking, a couple straight games where Norris was kind of a non-factor. Are you worried about the lack of production from the Sens' 22-year-old number one
1: center? Not at all. I mean, sure, a little bit of lack of production. But when you take a look at uh, his goal scoring pace up to this point, it's been pretty good. So he's he's afforded himself a little bit of a slump here, I would say, is definitely fair. And no, you know what? It's actually a good thing that Norris has been a little bit cold because the rest of that team needs to stop relying and expecting the first line to just carry them. And that hasn't been happening. And look, we're laughing about who's stepping it up. Tyler Ennis. Hadn't scored a goal (laughs) since opening night and the guy just got a friggin' hattie and he could have got four goals because that one that rang off the crossbar was a damn close one. And that could have had the hat trick earlier. So sometimes you need your top players to not shoulder so much of the weight and have other guys be like, all right, I'll help out. I'm going to step up my game here.
0: Martian, we've got Nikki in the chat praising Josh Brown. We've got Kevin in the chat raising Josh Brown. Speak to us, brother. Speak to us on Josh Brown tonight.
2: Listen, guys, Josh Brown takes a lot of heat from this fan base. So when he has a good night, you got to give him his flowers. Very similar to Dylan Gambrell, although Gambrell doesn't really see the negative side of things like Josh Brown does. So Josh Brown tonight, didn't notice him, which is perfect. That's exactly what you wanted of Josh Brown. You know, he, he, you know those two, this, the breakout pass was great. Good breakout pass for Josh Brown. Two assists is really good for him. He had five hits on the night, almost fifteen minutes worth of ice time. Um, you know, you gotta love it, the, That's when, he's like ragged, it. when he's not good, When he's not I mean, I guess it takes a five nothing win for him to not get ragged on by the fan base. But uh, he was doing his thing. He was shutting guys down, and uh, the score reflects that. And you know, his his plus minus reflects that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it certainly does. A great night by his standards. Still played the least of any defenseman. On the Ottawa Senators. Whereas for forwards, and we touched on this already, but Dylan Gambrell only played 3 minutes and 5 seconds. Drake Batherson only played 5 minutes and 38. So they're down to 10 forwards with so much time left. More than 40 minutes left in this game. Which one stood out most to you? Who picked up the slack most as we get in to our Central standouts in
1: this 5 nothing victory? Pillsy? I believe it's your turn to lead us off well it, it, he was my locked on player and I'm gonna stick with him adam Godet had i a thought you were gonna teams. say
0: forman just because he's your guy yeah, <laughs> yeah being well, a well hey, for
1: and speaking of guys uh being hurt uh, were you guys a little nervous when the trainer was looking at formanton's wrists on the bench yeah. there like that would have been another big blow. yeah it was fairly and, early in the game too
2: and Shabbat was hurt at one point yes. too like imagine what the both those guys could have been out like that's that's a lot of dinging up to have go through just, just to beat the Sabers, but
1: good thing Patcharidi paved the way for that not to be a serious injury. I mean, geez, the the rounded glass there definitely helps. But uh, back to uh, back to Godet, like that's. Uh... That kind of play, him being able to show, like DJ Smith calls him a shooter, but he was a disher tonight. And Ooh. two apples for Adam Godette looks pretty good too, because that's what really created this massive momentum swing for the sense to be able to get ahead. And even with guys injured and uh, other guys needing to step up, Adam Godette was one of those guys. And
0: still more guys. Injured in this game, people are mentioning Artem Zub looked uncomfortable at the end of this game. Although his last shift was with two minutes left, or he got off the ice with a minute and a half left, so we don't know if he could have come back, but definitely left uncomfortably. Thomas Shabbat went in awkwardly to the stanchion at the end of the bench. Uh, that would have been in the first in the second period when they had. The the long change because he was charging offensively, got rubbed out. That was an awkward play, but he came back. So no no worse for wear, at least from Thomas Shabbat's standards, maybe missed a shift or two as he didn't hit 10 minutes in any period today. Hey, you're if you're looking at a positive too, with this busy stretch of hockey coming up, Thomas Shabbat only played 2344 tonight. So for him, that's pretty low from what we're used to. And of course, score effects. Comes in there. Thomas Chabot was on the ice for four of the Senators' five goals in this game. So that was great to see. Um, There's a question in here before we continue on, or maybe we'll save it till after. Let's get our Central standouts, and then we'll finish up with this conversation. I think it was Sean McDonald writing in here. It was saying, who would you pull up from Belleville? Like, would you just roll with Kastelich and with Bishop? Or should you go down to Belleville and grab one of these young kids and maybe give them another cup of coffee, simmer on that one for a little bit, or let it brew, as I say, the coffee mentioned there. But, Martian, who's your Central standout? And I think we could probably go around the horn twice here with the the type of game this was.
2: I'm glad you mentioned we're going to go around twice because I really have two guys that I want to point out. And the the first one is Matt Murray. Nice. Uh, I mean, guys, the shutout really speaks for itself, but it's a uh, 32-save shutout. I posted uh, the clips earlier tonight on my Twitter account, Lalim's Martian, and it, I mean there's so many in there where it was one timers, quick moves, uh, and he was he was doing his job all night. So really happy with the steady, steady play of Matt Murray, and it allowed the team to do their thing as well. When you when you know your goalie's confident, the team's gonna play confident and so on. So uh, Matt Murray.
0: What what did you like about his game most? Because I mean, he wasn't tested early. I think it was later on when the score is kind of out of reach. And at that point, yeah, maybe it's not as high pressure of a situation. But if you've ever played in the goal, doesn't matter if it's yeah, nine nothing, as long as there's that zero, you still have absolute desperation on every yes. shot.
2: Yeah, here's what I didn't. Here's what I liked is that he never allowed the seed of doubt to to ever seep into the entire team. Yes. He was there the entire night. He could have, you know, there could have been even a goal that maybe wouldn't be his fault, but that never happened. So, like, if if it were to happen where they were to be scored on, everybody could look at each other like, oh, oh," you know, like we've come back from 5-2 or 5-1 before. Who's to say the Sabres can't do it to
0: us? So um, They actually haven't come back from down two goals in a game this year.
2: Yeah. Okay, well. (laughs) I'm I'm talking about, you know, the Sens Sens looking at themselves and and having that seed of doubt planted, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. 100%. 100%. No, I get what you're saying. I'm just having some fun with it. My first one, and I can't believe it lasted until the third guy, the best to ever lace him up, Tyler Ennis with three goals and had a season-high 18 minutes and 25 seconds of ice time, six shots on goal. He was mixing it up too. I loved the penalty that he took on on Skinner. Yeah, sure. Maybe you don't want to sit for two minutes, but I love the cheeky little slash saying like, nah, you and I are about the same size. Like, I think he was trying to, he wanted Skinner to turn around and give him one. I think he wanted to get into it a little bit at that point, but he settled for two minutes in the box, comes out and then finishes off the hat trick. When he is contributing in the bottom six and he's a guy who can play a shift up, he started up before even Batherson left with injury. Ennis was getting a lot of shifts up on the top line with Norris and Kachuk tonight, so he was getting that too as well. So um, I really loved what I saw from Tyler Ennis. Different player since he's been back from his two-game stint up in the press box, right? If you look at it, he had the assist in, in the game against Columbus as well. So now he's played. He hasn't played more than uh, t- more than 13 minutes in a game since December 6th. And now he just played 1825. So I got Tyler Ennis right there. Pilsy, let's go around the horn once more.
1: All right. I was gonna give you back to back once if we're doing snake draft. but if you're handing it over snake? to me, yeah. okay. Okay, I'll- damn. All right, I'll give it back to you then. Or-
0: well, if so- you're gonna offer, I mean, Jesus, pass it over, puff, Dang. puff, pass. There's take- plenty, there's
2: plenty, don't worry. I'll yeah. take I'll hey. take
0: the guy who looked most serious about going after Aaron Dell and had himself a hell of a game too. And he might be even thrust into more action. Oh, taking Shocker mine. taking two right wingers, Austin Watson. Oh, okay. And oh. he even the first dig he took right after he gave him like a, just a little cross check. And then at the end of the whistle pushes in and while he's leaning on the back and Dell skates all the way as far away from the scrum as he could get. And then when he walks back, Watson's like all night, buddy. All night and then I love sure the
2: enough, penalty he was. on Skinner too.
1: Yes, Skinner that was, was awesome. agitated all night long, and while we're on as the topic of Skinner, that's what I wanted to get to, Martian, because you know if anyone doubts that there are hockey gods, I think this squashes that because the Senators were due for a goal that taken back that was caused by. This time it was a ref's early whistle, not a ref's yep. non-whistle. Yeah. So that sends you knew they were gonna get one of those tonight. And for it to happen right off the hop, a nice thing. And Skinner was livid. And I even think I think I saw it, Marsh, maybe you clipped it, but Watson, right off the first face off, gets in Skinner's kitchen and gets under his skin. So that's a good pick, uh, Ross. Awesome Watson. Definitely a good night. And hey, the ice is up there again for him. Over 14 <laughs> minutes.
0: He's going to need to hit the treatment room tomorrow because he was up at like 18 minutes against Columbus as well. Yeah. But he's been playing some of his best hockey as a senator the last couple of games.
2: Yeah. Yep. You know what happened there is, is after the, the first period ended, they they start like Austin Watson was getting double shifted to start the second period oh, yeah. because the Sens were trying to make that statement mm-hmm. to Aaron Dell, right? So that's where I think he accumulated
0: uh, more than usual ice time. Last. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it though. I liked seeing it. And then he, there was a play where – I think you, you might do it, but he pulled back where he was coming in with the plow and he yeah. heard the whistle and he let Dell off the hook. He could have made that into <sighs> oh, an yeah. ugly sequence. I'm, again,
2: like I'm kind of glad he didn't. And it shows that he has yes. a little restraint. He's not one of these other guys out there. Who's just like a total bonehead. who's just going to, He's going to do that no matter what because you know, that's the yeah. right thing to do. Like He was waiting for the right time and place. I'm sure if there was a questionable moment where he could have got a good shot in where it would have looked like he didn't do it on purpose or something, <laughs> I'm, sure he, I'm sure he would have done it, but he's
0: smart enough to know that all he's going to do is get himself suspended or a penalty if he ends up going in there. All right. Yeah. I just had my two. So I've got Ennis and Watson, a pair of depth guys that stepped up here. Who you got for your second one? You got Adam Godet and Pillsy.
1: Well, Ross, when you talked about getting up in Dell's kitchen and acting like you were serious about the situation, I thought you were going with Brady Kachuk for sure, because Brady Kachuk made it very clear to the Sabres. It wasn't necessarily Dell, but it was anyone that was willing to listen (laughs) that he was not impressed with what happened there. And you mentioned it. 12 shots on goal 12 so this uh this guy it's it's what we say all the time right he brings the team into the battle tack on two apples for Brady Kachuk too and three hits and 20 20- minutes of ice time so Ooh. like this that's an all-time brady kachuk stat sheet if i've ever seen one maybe toss in a couple more hits actually usually and uh five minutes for fighting if you'd really want to spice it up for brady but that was a great game for him and sure it's been a while since he scored and they talked about it on the broadcast but nine games he's still able to chip in offensively with some assists and you can't say he didn't try when you get 12 friggin shots on net, eh?
2: Yeah, he was giving her. You could tell he really wanted to break that 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 goal scoring slump, especially at the end of the game when when the team was up. You know, he he wanted to get his cookie to see if he could do a little bit of slump busting there. Absolutely. Um, Who you got to to wrap us up? Yeah, I guess it's my turn again. Yeah. So I I I wanted to talk about Nick Paul. Going to be Uh, an unsung guy tonight because you know there's so many like we I could easily go with Stusla and Stusla had a. Freaking incredible game, and I, I think we could talk about him. When we talk about him enough, but uh, I'm going with Nick Paul because uh, you know not only did he you know announce today that he's going with his new foundation, uh, Paul's Points, and he's yeah, committed yeah. to the city and he wants to you know be part of Ottawa. You don't hear that a lot from our players. That I mean, the, to me as a fan, that means a lot to hear that from a guy. I yep. think uh, that's an important thing that uh, you know we have a guy like that who's who's willing to say you know he wants to stay in Ottawa, especially too as the longest ter- like tenured guy in the yeah. team he's seen them when they've been like the, the shittiest. So I mean, Nick Paul, and then the the penalty kill tonight was incredible. Right. So that whole, that whole gang, I see him as kind of the leader of the penalty kill in a way. So, um, I know they killed, I think they killed four penalties, five, uh, five. So really great job. Like you got to think that Matt Murray's going to appreciate them killing off five penalties as much as, you know, he had to do with it himself. But, uh, Nick Paul is, is just like kind of one of those guys you really root for. And, uh, I hope he actually ends up getting a bit of a longer-term contract than maybe Same. some people are speculating that he gets because, you know, he smells like a hometown discount kind of guy to me and maybe he we does. can get him for a little bit of a longer term um, possibly here. Um, yeah, yeah, I like we'll that. A little I- less
0: dollar. Man, he, he almost played five minutes shorthanded tonight. So you're right, the leader of men on the PK, whereas Formington played 349, same as Austin Watson. Artem Zub, six minutes and two seconds. Nick Holden, 558, all shorthanded. Even Victor Mete, some stick taps, over four minutes, killing penalties for him. Did have a couple of giveaways as well. And yeah, as Graham Scott points out, Nick Paul, Binghamton sends alumni as far as Carlo Koliakovo thinks the team's still there. Carlo's a great guy. (laughs) Just poking fun at him. All right. Two more points before we move on. The first one and Rav's asking us this as well. I mentioned Sean McDonald as well. Shout out Rav sent central citizen over here. Well, they've got a decision to make here as they play on Thursday and right now, are down two healthy forwards. Martian, who are you bringing up, putting in the lineup for those those uh, spots that Batherson and Gambrell will open up?
2: So, is there a rule with the taxi squad guys that you have to bring them up every now and then to for? Is, no. no, no way. So, okay, so forget that then. <laughs> I don't. You know can live
1: on the taxi squad. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, um, I'm I'm gonna let those guys chill in the taxi squad. At least at least in one of those spots, you need to fill. And I'd like to see you know whoever. Uh, they think that is, is ready to be the guy, the young guy that comes up. I think Sokolov would be a great option to, to come up and maybe take that spot of Batherson if he t- is out for a while because he has that top end you know offensive talent that you need from a top six guy. I'm interested in k- seeing Kassalek, but I I'm not like I'm not overly excited about him. So I I mean if they end up going with Clark Bishop in that case, I think that makes total sense too. Um, like, but again, if, if the guy deserves a shot or a look, then, then I'd be more than happy to, to see him as well. But I think Clark Bishop, uh, would be my first choice for the center
0: slot there. And then I'd go with, uh, Sokolov. Just remember Clark Bishop revenge game, Carolina hurricanes are yep. their next opponent.
2: Hell yeah. Get Clark Bishop in there. There we go.
0: A guaranteed a goal right there. You heard it from a uh, Martian.
1: Love it. Love it. If if I'm if i if I'm picking two players, i probably just take the guys on the taxi squad because I, I mentioned it. This is a crucial time for Belleville. So as much as I'd love to see Sokolov come up, that team needs to win some games. And I would be heartbroken if finally there is a season in the AHL where there is playoffs and Belleville just straight up misses it. So I, I, maybe it's just my Belleville bias. It's close to the heart, but I want to see them do well and get in the playoffs here. Yeah. Here's
2: a question for you: Can Pinto go down and play in the uh, Belleville playoffs? If that's yeah, but he'd get lost
0: on the way. He doesn't know where Belleville is, dude. He's a <laughs> national league kid.
2: Yeah, but let him let him have a little few extra games. It's still a little short season for him. That'd be that'd be. It's fun not a bad watch. idea.
0: I like it. No, it's it's not a bad idea at all. I I actually really respect that idea. Um, if it works out, because if he can play enough games in Ottawa, maybe you just do that, and maybe he could play alongside. Boom, there's Enzo, Tyler Ennis, with three pucks, one for each tuck. What tonight. a legend. And the best
2: to ever do it. The yeah. reason
0: I bring up this photo of Tyler Ennis is because the boys are in the locker room. We do not yet know, though, who gets the goggles. Do you think it's Tyler Ennis? Because I am at the it's edge of gonna my seat. to be. I am oh, at maybe the Maybe edge give of my seat. the goggles.
1: Maybe give Yeah, I just, had, he just
0: them, the had, had them, though. them. The guys are going to give fair. it to Ennis. He needs sure. the best speech Ever for the best player ever, <laughs> to ever. Yeah, but we him. know
2: he kind of freezes up when the microphone gets on him, right? He <laughs> yeah, says, he's know. only funny when the mics are
0: off. So oh, he might know, yeah. so he
2: might panic. So we'll see.
0: So the Ottawa Senators win 5-0, the final score against the Buffalo Sabres. Up next Thursday, the Carolina Hurricanes. We've got two Locked On Senators podcast between now and then. But first, I want to ask the boys, and I have my own take on it, Who starts in goal? Because now you've got a good problem to have. Both guys coming off great efforts. I think the choice is clear, but let's end off as a true goalie-friendly show. Screw Aaron Dell. And also, coming off the wire right now, quite frankly, it's a bullshit play. It sucks. That's the quote from Sens captain Brady Kachuk, and I think he hits the nail right on the head there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like. There's not much more you can say other than that. And if we're going to go for who plays next game, Matt Murray. I mean, you got it. If this guy's hot, you got to keep him going. And a Carolina, that's a good team. And you're going to want a confident goalie in there. Not that Anton Anton Forsberg isn't confident. Also, honorable mention, shout out Anton Forsberg for throwing the hat on the ice. As soon as it landed, I was like, there's only one hat in this building. That's Anton Forrestberg's hat. So that's awesome that he did that for Enzo. And I'm sure he'll appreciate that. And hopefully uh, Ennis keeps that hat.
0: Absolutely. Well, we know uh just getting quickly back to the guys who are uh potential call-ups. Well, Graham Scott mentions Crookshank. He's still on his way back from injury oh, and that yeah. would have been cool. Uh bend over says uh Jake Lucchini.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Is he on, getting
0: me there? Oh, ben yeah, he's getting you there. Dover? Nice. Way to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught. I got caught. <laughs> that's all time.
2: That's all
0: time. He's saying that uh, Pierre needs to sign Jake Lucchini and get him up there. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Lucchini. Oh, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. I can't believe I just got caught in that. You totally
2: did. That <laughs> to was go. awesome. Way hey, to good. go, Ben. But I agree with the Murray take. I think that you gotta you gotta keep him rolling here. Like he's he's feeling it right now. You can <laughs> <pass> this guy. <laughs> ben,
0: Mr. Dover. Hey Brian <laughs> says Pills needs to take a nap. Pilsey, all right. Oh, never better.
1: If uh, if my eyes look a little squinty, it's not because I'm tired. Yeah, you're in BC, I'm having a good time. (laughs) British Columbia,
0: for Martian. Any last words, boys? Otherwise, uh, I think we pretty much hit the nail on the head, and we appreciate everyone joining in on a postcast after a shutout victory. The Senators' first shutout since December 11th or 14th. Anyways, against the Tampa Bay Lightning, when Anton Forsberg got the shutout, Brady Kachuk got the hat trick, and as you aptly aptly pointed out, Um, Tonight, again, hat trick and shutout go hand in hand. So Mm -hmm. the Senators, that's some goalie-friendly skill from the guys up front, getting the hattie on the board. But what are you talking about tomorrow, Martian? What's your overwhelming, lasting impression, if I could speak English, on that game? I'm still – Ben's got me in a mental pretzel. You are in a pretzel, Yeah. Yeah. Credit to Ben.
2: He, it takes a lot to put Ross in a mental pretzel, uh, so you really awesome. got him there. But now we know we can do that to him, so keep him coming. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. No, but I, I need I, the instant I, replay on me. Like <laughs> yeah, there's lots name, of names man. that you're gonna be able to trick Ross with now that you can think of. So everybody, go back to the think tank and let's get yeah. him in the next one. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, uh, I mean I, I'm really happy that they were able to uh, make a statement here with this game, right? With the Buffalo Sabers, it's like now they can say, you know, we are a echelon ahead of these guys. Like obviously they're a huge tire fire. We're just like we were we were a tire fire
1: one time. The fire and now is we're, cooling down for us here.
2: Yeah, there's like some little plants growing in the like in the, <laughs> you know, the fertilizer of the tire fire that once was. So. Yeah. Um it's, it's good to see that that Ottawa's finally on the on the rise here you can tell you can feel it and you know winds are fun so um happy to see Winds it. are fun yeah
0: hockey's postcasts longer. need to be longer says darius fun fact
2: tell um,
1: that to our manager
2: i think the longer we go the the more trouble that you guys will get in with the Locked On network i yeah.
0: don't give a shit oh i <laughs> love it and they love this this is just uh, boy
1: guys being yeah, dudes it's for the fans it's for the fans if if we want to go half an hour if they want to go half an hour we're going and that's an what hour.
0: we're gonna do it's a yeah. win it's vibes it's you it's can't, you can't stop party. the vibes you just can't, Yeah. but we could continue them tomorrow on Locked On Senders. We'll drop around noon, so stay tuned for that. Hope you enjoyed our Send Central Citizen today. How electric was Cam, Martian? Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy was incredible. I,
1: <laughs> I
2: literally had to quote tweet that and be like, I need to get this guy to be my friend right away. Next yeah. time he's in Ottawa. I need him to come hang out with me because the minute he opened his mouth, I'm like, I know I love this guy immediately. Oh, we knew right when
1: he signed on that you could cam tell.
2: Kennedy yeah. golf. I'm like, Oh, get this guy oh, yeah. in for a round. I, I, myself, I love to golf
1: as well. Yeah, I'm, cam, I'm you gotta get I your clubs profited by cam <laughs> Man, yes. Joe
0: commented that this morning too. He's like, that guy looks like Brian McGrath. <laughs> oh really? Is that what did he? I didn't did he? see the video. Oh, you got, dude! He was rocking a Sense jersey too. He had
2: a, oh, he had like four I haven't minus. even seen the video. I was just he had a yeah, Sens
1: Studio setup. Like it put our studio oh, setups. Oh yeah! Changed. Oh
2: my god, this guy's incredible! Yeah, see, like oh in the game, he's a Sens fan. even more, more reason to subscribe
1: to the you YouTube get. and watch all the shows.
0: We got to get him on a postcast. Let's get us all. Yeah, together. we I need I to, him. and That's we it. all we all need to listen to Bend Over, and <laughs> like. The video hit the thumbs up button, and Aaron F is all time. He's just been roasting Aaron Dell all show long. He must just be he must just be embarrassed to have the same name as the guy. And Frankly, I don't blame him. Yeah, that's, that's a tough. Tough one. tough one. All right, boys. Any other last thoughts, Pilsy?
1: Well, we got to do another forty minute podcast tomorrow. So if I give any more last thoughts, uh, that's all I've got here. So I'm I'm gonna call it on this one. Unless you guys would just want to shoot the shit a little more.
0: No, no. I think we've got uh somebody looking t- to get on the stream. I keep seeing the help button come up. Yeah, and, okay. uh, we share this <laughs> with a couple too, other channels. Yeah. So they're like they're like, I don't know how to record and it's because the boys are having the postcast, having a great time. Can we get a go sense go in the chat though? Go sense go yes. Lassie Thompson, plus four. That's who we're gonna end on that up is
1: huge yeah. right
0: now.
2: Oh wow, I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Lassie had a good game as well, I thought. So yeah, for sure.
0: Alright, perfect. Without further ado, we'll save some more for the actual Locked On Senders podcast. We're just having some fun right now with Laleem's Martian, Brandon Piller. 5 nothing. the final score. If you're on your way to work, yes, it was a Tyler Ennis hat trick that put them over the top. Drake Batherson oh, yeah. out long term until after after the All-Star break. That is bad news. We'll discuss on tomorrow's Locked On senders just how bad it could be, and then we'll preview another game because there's no rest for the Wicked after another Senators win. And now this is a team that's well over 500 since December 2nd. So keep the good vibes rolling. Get a go sense go in the chat. Thanks, everyone, for coming in and celebrating another victory with us. For Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitan, and we got Laleem's Martian here Woo. after a 5 nothing shutout victory over the Buffalo Sabres.